0: Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Mariko, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. As we go on location to Evansville, Indiana, and meet somebody, I can't wait for you to meet him. But you know, let, before I get into our guest today, and before we get into what we're going to be talking about today, I just really want to invite you to check out IWorkForHim.com yes we talk about that all the time but I want you to click on the I Work For Him Nation flag as Martha and I have labored over this for so many years the I Work For Him Nation pledge is one that will transform our country if every Christ follower understood that their workplace really was their mission field Mm -hmm our country would be an amazing place. And the I Work For Nation gives you the, the keys. Joining the I Work For Nation gives you the keys to know how to do that. By number one, starting to pray for your coworkers and employees and your bosses by name each and every day. Look for ways to serve them over and above your, what your job requires you to do. Then look for ways to befriend them outside of the workplace, but all along being a person of excellence, somebody that's looking for a way to pray with people when you notice they're having a rough day. That's what I Work For members look like. So we invite you to join us in this journey to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field.
1: That's right, Jim. And we love hearing from people that have joined the nation and hearing a little bit of their story and how God is really changing their heart. It's really not as much about um, the workplace does change, but it's because our heart towards our coworkers might have changed or towards our boss or maybe even towards our job. Because a lot of times um, we end up having a bad you know, view of our job because we don't have God's perspective and so that's one of the things that the I Work For Him Nation does and I just want to encourage people when they sign up they do get the opportunity we'll send them a letter we send them a copy of the covenant and they also get a window sticker it says that they're a part of the I Work For Him Nation so just a little something to remind you along the way of what you've committed to
0: and we want to see a picture of that window sticker we've gotten window sticker pictures from people who put it in front of their business we got a guy from India that put it on the back of his car I mean yeah. so all over the, all around the world people are Have I Work For Him Nation stickers that says, this is what I've committed to do. You know, not everyone has been gifted to being an entrepreneur. Not everyone's called to be an entrepreneur, but we're all called to work and we're all called to our workplace mission field. But our mission fields look different. Each one of us has a slightly different twist on that. And getting the training to live out your faith in your work, imagine buying a franchise where they not only train you how to be successful doing your work, but also to be successful living out your faith in your work. Well, today we're talking with Mark Worstel. He's got a couple of kids and he's an Office Pride Commercial Cleaning Services franchisee in Evansville, Indiana. He's got six employees, but he spent 15 years in a public, as a public school teacher. And what did the Lord teach him there? that works each and every day, that, that helps him each and every day manage the employees that he has at Office Pride, I can't wait for you to hear.
1: That's right. So Mark, welcome to I Work For Him. We're so glad to have you here. Um, why don't you tell us what led you to Office Pride? Out of all the things that are opportunities in America that you could do, what was it that drew you to become an Office Pride franchise owner?
2: Okay. Well, thanks for having me today. You bet. Uh, I'd been praying for a while for a, a change in careers and uh, I had actually uh, uh, been told by my wife uh, of a networking person that she knew of uh, around our local area and uh, after meeting uh, him with coffee and praying over it a uh, few times, uh, he introduced me to a, my now area director for Office Pride and they uh, Uh, Talking with the area director David Burks, he uh, introduced me to the culture of Office Pride, uh, which is faith-based, and it matched up to uh, to my beliefs and my culture. And it just uh, Mm -hmm. it was a match from there.
0: Uh, Just uh, did you read the book, the culture book? I did. Not a lot. I mean, I, I find Todd Hopkins, who's the founder of Office Pride, not many people put their culture. here. Here's the culture we want to infuse into every franchise that we sell across the country, and we're going to live this out in the headquarters. But he wrote it down. It's 80 pages. Here's our culture. Here's here's stories of other people living in that culture. I mean, it's, it's an amazing book. I mean, that made it easy for you to understand what you were buying into, didn't it?
2: Yeah, it sure did. Um, here I found a company that they not only just stayed, uh, says they're faith-based but everyone truly lives it and we base our business uh, style off of that off of that belief also.
1: So when you read the um, core values and the culture book that really resonated with you then is that what you're saying it really lined up with who you are as a person?
2: It does it does I, um, I have the same beliefs uh, uh, Christianity that, uh, that uh, Uh, Todd does, that Mm -hmm. Office Pride believes in.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: And uh, these matched up uh, with what I was looking for.
1: That's excellent. So in the back of your mind and in your heart, had you always thought that you wanted to be an entrepreneur?
2: (laughs) Well, um, I had a small construction business that I was able to do uh, while I uh, was teaching. Mm -hmm. Uh, So uh, I had a few employees for it. Uh, uh, Several of them were other teachers, shop teachers that worked with me too. (laughs) And um, we were able to work. They
0: still teach shop in Evansville, Indiana.
2: Uh, well, uh, they did in uh, Illinois, where I was got it teaching the there. Also, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, uh, so uh, we were able to handle jobs during the summertime and, right. and spring breaks, items like that. I, but uh, as far as being a um, full blown entrepreneur and a business like this, that I I wasn't sure where my path led me. But uh, mm-hmm. here I am, and I've been blessed so far.
0: Mm. Yeah, you got just a little under a year under your belt, so it's still fresh. The trees are still fresh. as You, you can still see the trees from the forest. A- as you look at, you move that, you make that transition from public education, where you, uh, you were certified to be a principal. You were, I mean, yeah, I mean, 15, what were you teaching? 15 years of teaching. What grades were you teaching?
2: I taught primarily uh, fourth grade, and I taught fifth grade the uh, last few years. And so, yeah, I, I moved from a transition of uh, teaching uh, into this profession. A lot of the roles are the same as far as uh, being able to manage people and mm-hmm. uh, leadership styles and being able to training. So uh, a lot of it was a smooth transition for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. What did you learn as a teacher, an elementary school teacher, that applies to what? I mean, specifically, what did what is God using today for you as a business owner that He taught you as an elementary school teacher?
2: Well, I, for one, almost any teacher out there, I believe, goes in with a uh, servanthood type of attitude. <laughs> it's
0: yeah. a tough job for sure.
2: Yeah, yeah. and I. They stick with it because of that, uh, because of that attitude, uh, because of uh, trying to help out, trying to work with the uh, students. And uh, it's the same thing here. Now I can have that servant attitude, uh, not only for my customers, but my employees also. And now I can use a, my business also as a ministry to to my employees or mm. to customers that we meet up with
1: what do you mean by that what do you mean using your job and your business as a ministry
2: well i uh, just being able uh, an example um, so i had a uh, employee who was having some issues uh um for a, a few weeks and during this time i i'm able to talk to him and tell him let's give it to god let's pray together about it and mm-hmm. and pass this on and uh you don't find that a lot in other businesses mm-hmm. today, uh, which I know wholeheartedly, uh, it helped his life turn around. It helped mm-hmm. him. He can, uh, uh, he can focus on that now, too. And uh, maybe just by him praying about it, we know uh, he's going to have better outcomes.
1: You know for years people have tried to convince us that we can leave our personal life at home when we go to work but that's not really possible is it when when we're when you have employees that are dealing with hard situations um you know they it it weighs them down and it makes them less productive so i think ha- showing them that you care and that you're willing to pray about it with them probably helps them get through that crisis just a little bit stronger don't you think
2: yeah i i I believe 100%. Uh, I know. Uh, um, just uh, uh, last week, I had somebody that they came down with cancer, and just, one of your uh, employees. Yeah, hmm. and just uh, letting her know we'll be praying for her. And uh, she had surgery and called her up. But uh, she has. Had to uh, leave us because of this mm-hmm. issue, but I'm still in touch with her and just telling her Office Pride family's thinking about her.
0: Hmm. Did you ever get a chance to pray with her or just tell her that you're going to pray for her?
2: Uh, telling her we're going to pray with her because uh, actually the way it all transpired was say, over the phone. and Got it.
0: Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. That's one of those great opportunities. So- sometimes God gives us that ability. We let people know we're praying for them, but sometimes we get to pray with our people. When they're hurting, because there's, I mean, you're surrounded by hurting people. I mean, you, you so you got six employees now, um, they're people. Uh-huh. I mean, you talk about, you've got a business tree, you got a business, that's a ministry. Those people on a day to day basis, they got issues just like you got issues. Right. Right. But you become almost like a pastor to those people, don't you? Yeah. A pastor that cuts a paycheck. Yeah. Yeah. That's,
1: <laughs> it's a beautiful- I'd like thing. to
0: go to that church.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, you were saying that as a teacher, a lot of those things actually translated pretty well over into the job you're doing right now. Um, but what is something new you've had to learn? Um, maybe not so much the task of it, but the heart behind it, or something that Office Pride has taught you that's helped you to do your job better?
2: Well, I know uh, uh, one really good thing about Office Pride is they they have the area directors, uh, which are our mentors. I look at, he's a real good friend, Mm -hmm. and uh, they send us down for training, for the uh, uh, five days of training, and then they have uh, uh, their retreats where we can all meet, and we have uh, leadership seminars. Uh, So there are a lot of items that... uh, that I've grown, especially mm. in the accounting department. Um, I tell you, I didn't have any accounting in elementary. <laughs> <ed>. <laughs> and uh, uh, when you're and a school administrator, a lot of that is uh, just uh, budgeted already for you. You right. just right. Uh, pass it on down. But uh, through this, I, uh, yeah, this has been a, a big experience of dealing with all the accounting and, mm. and uh, the budgeting and, so that's been, that's when one of the items I learned.
0: So let's talk about what God's teaching you, okay? So you you you, you transitioned from public education and doing a little contracting on the weekends and, and on spring break and winter break and over the summer break. Now you're full-time at Office Pride, running your own business, having your own employees. What's God been teaching you, Mark Wurstal?
2: Well, I have been, a, uh, since I, I've been going uh, first year, uh, there's a lot of work put into it because I'm starting from the
0: ground up, and yeah, because right now you're doing sales cleaning, you're doing hiring, firing. You you're, you got to do it all. You've yeah, you've nailed it. The bookkeeping so, and the yes. bookkeeping sorry he said. Uh, yeah. <laughs> don't forget you're, that your accountant, CPA, HR, <laughs> COL, CEO.
2: That's right. Um, you know, I I can uh, preface it with this: uh, before I started, I knew this was going to be challenging. And I wanted to have a background to, uh, to start off of. Uh, uh, so I kind of uh, looked at the, uh, uh, if you look in scripture, it talks about the sinking sea and building the house upon the mm-hmm. rock. So I sat down and I uh, wrote down several scriptures that I knew that I was going to need throughout this time.
0: And, and we'll let you just take a deep breath because I can see how emotional it is that the Lord spoke to you through those scriptures. You let me know when you're ready to go again. But that's It's it's amazing, Martha, hearing the stories, though, mm-hmm. and to seeing the spiritual impact on uh, that Office Pride is having on its owners, on its franchise owners. It's just so powerful. Yeah. Mark, you ready to pick that up again? Yeah,
2: yeah. So I, I went off these scriptures, and now I've got that to back me up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when...
0: You identified certain ones that really spoke to your heart.
2: Yeah, yeah. So uh, I've got that, and I know I'm backed up. I know when times are challenging, then it's 1130 at night, and I'm still up doing things on computer or doing work or trying to schedule. Right. I, I know I've got those to back up with.
0: And yeah, one of the things we've learned is that when, you know what a business owner needs is other business owners that can encourage them, because there are times. I mean, people that work an 8-to-5 job, they do don't necessarily understand. Sometimes they have terrible jobs and they need other people to encourage them. But as a business owner, you need other business owners to be able to lean on in order to be able to get some wisdom, to be able to be encouraged. like I shouldn't give up, I should keep going kind of thing. So where do you go it, 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 Where do you go when you need that encouragement?
2: Well, that's one of the great things about the Office Pride franchise. Uh, that's one of the reasons why I chose them because they, it is a franchise. Uh, they have that experience. Uh, they've been there, done that. And they have those items in place. So I've got uh, my area director, David, uh, that I can talk to. Um, I haven't met a single person here with the uh, Office Pride franchisees uh, that won't be there for you. Uh, they won't help mm-hmm. to answer questions. Um, uh, they would, If I asked, I'm sure they would come and help me out if I needed help. So I've got a great support system behind me.
0: I bet they'll pray with you, too
2: yeah yeah i know way uh, i've met everybody i've met uh just the culture with the office pride It's it's great it it lifts you up it strengthens you um when we did our training down in the down in florida the five-week training i was just so happy about it because they, we started it off with uh um, devotionals, uh, prayer, and that's something that you don't find in the business world.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm, it's refreshing, I'm sure. Hey, we're talking with Mark Wurstel today from Evansville, Indiana. He's a he's a new business owner here in the last year after spending 15 years in public education. And when we come back, he's going to speak some words of encouragement to you, teachers out there, people, administrators and teachers out there that are working in public education, because he did it for 15 years and he knows that you know, it's a valuable position. And also to understand that, you know, it's also a huge ministry, but your hands are a little more tied than you are when you're your own business owner, which is what Marcus shared today. You're listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Martha, what I love about the story is that God took a public school teacher and said, I want you to run this business because I want you to run a ministry.
1: Mm-hmm, for sure. And, you know, Mark, one of the things um, you mentioned in the last segment was that you had written down a bunch of verses that, that were to help you get through when things are tough or whatever. Can you tell us what any of those verse um, verses might be? Because I think our listeners, we this is a really good thing, Jim, that people can um, post Bible verses somewhere to remind you when nothing else is making sense, maybe to, to go back to Scripture.
2: Uh, sure. Uh, this one is from, uh, Matthew and, uh, just paraphrasing, the seek ye first the kingdom of God Mm -hmm. and all things be given unto thee. Mm -hmm. So put God first. Yes. And then they'll come, they'll come to us.
0: Yeah. Things come into place Mm -hmm. when we put God first. Yeah. You were a public school teacher and, 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 and I know you're a business owner now, but you're a public school teacher for 15 years. And it's a tough, that's a tough spot to work. Um, But an incredible ministry. I mean, be able to feed in their lives. I mean, you were a dad to a lot of kids that didn't have dads. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's not enough men in public school, public education. Talk to the public school uh, servants that we have out there listening to the show and encourage them on, as you look now, what you've learned from Office Pride, some of those things that you can encourage them to be able to do as a public school teacher.
1: Hmm.
2: Well, I would just... uh Say those teachers that um, remember the reasons uh, why we went into education uh, most of it uh, is that servanthood type of attitude uh, you're going um, days are challenging, and uh, um, we just remember why we're there we're there for the kids, uh, whether or not we have long lesson plans to uh, <laughs> take care of or or you are trying to uh, write up that evaluation. Um, we're there for the kids.
0: Hmm. Did you have a teacher in your life that fed heavily into you, which is what leaned you towards education? I did.
2: I did. Uh, he was actually uh, my shop teacher and wrestling coach.
0: Give a shout out to him. Tell, tell him. Yeah. What did he do uh, for you?
2: Well, oh. uh, his name's Gary Huber. And uh, I still oh. remember just in the uh, shop class, I just his humor, uh, the way he, the way he taught us his teaching style and everything it was it was rough and <laughs> i mean just like any old shop teacher was and they you know it just they kind of grew on me and when i went into education he was actually a principal at the time and he told me Hey, look me up and he was actually the one that uh, hired me at the school
1: wow yeah. that's great how it came full circle i know <laughs> pretty
0: amazing it's powerful and when we have mentors like that in our lives Mm -hmm. they have such a powerful influence in us now you've got the opportunity to mentor people that work for you each and every day as you you, you've got six employees now here in your first year as an office pride franchise owner one day you'll have 30 in a future year you may have 60 how do you intentionally feed encouragement to the people that work for you
2: well it I start out by trying to let them know how much they, they are appreciated. Mm. Uh, they are back backbone to to our work. And so uh, we have incentives in place that I give them. Um, I try to help them out as best as I can. As sometimes they, they'll they come to you and they, they're like, Oh, I'd really like to go do this job for you. But, you know, I don't know if I have enough gas money. Um, mm. So you help them out. Sometimes they... Twenty dollars in a tank here, twenty in a tank there. Just, just to help them out, let them know that you care.
0: Mm. I, I bet you hear from some of them going. I really appreciate. it. Nobody's ever done that for me before.
2: Yeah, yeah, you do. They're pretty grateful. Um, just, uh, I give birthday cards to some of them, and they like. Well, actually, I give a birthday card and a shirt. Say, like, <laughs> Don't they all have birthdays? <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah. and they, uh, they're really appreciate it just they, they haven't seen that before. They've right. never seen
0: love like that before. Yeah. Mark Wurstel from Evansville, Indiana. Thanks for being on. I work for him today. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Check Office Pride out online. Maybe you're thinking about becoming an entrepreneur. OfficePrideFranchise.com You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host Jim and Martha Brangenberg We're Christ followers Our workplace It's definitely our mission field but ultimately I Work For Him Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts Jim and Martha Brangenberg Please visit IWorkForHim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work to join the I Work For Him nation or subscribe to our weekly blog You can also follow us on social media at I Work For Him to stay up to date and meet our guests If today's message spoke to you please subscribe rate and review the show on your favorite podcast platform your review will launch more workplace missionaries across america that's at i work for him and online i work for him.com i work the
2: number four him.com